ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. The Drive. The Drive with Paul Swan. Welcome in. It's the Wednesday edition. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Coming up this hour, we're going to hear from Marshall women's basketball coach Tony Kemper. Thundering Herd playing host to La Tech. That is coming up on Thursday. We'll also have men's coverage. They're on the road. You can listen to that right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, also on 93.7 The Dog. So, Coach Kemper joining me today. Um, we've got a lot of news to get into. Very busy day, it seems, over at Marshall. Some some new hirings, getting ready for some basketball. And we're going to dive into it all right now. I think we'll start with hirings. Hirings are always fun. And I know the question has been, okay, you're looking for a volleyball coach. When are you going to announce you've got a new volleyball coach? Well, Marshall decided to make that happen today, and they have settled on. Now, I'm going to make sure I get this right. These news releases sometimes don't come with pronunciation guides. But Ariana Agonis, she is named Marshall's new volleyball coach. And she will be a part of the Thundering Herd. Now, I, I thought it was kind of funny. I just laughed a little bit. I said, um, I actually uh, joked around with uh, Marshall a little bit, like, hey, I'm going to need a copy of this. But, uh, yeah, they're going to complete, I guess, the standard background check. And then once that's taken care of, uh, she will be officially on board. But I'm pretty sure that everything's going to be okay because they sent out the release. But I just thought that was funny. Like, yeah, she's going to be on board as soon as the uh, background check passes. And so – I've already told Marshall uh, jokingly that, it, yeah, I'm going to need a copy of that just to see what, what turns up. But uh, she is a native of Shannon, Illinois, and she has had, I think, a pretty interesting career. Three seasons as assistant coach and recruiting coordinator for Grand Canyon University. They compete in the Western Athletic Conference, and they're based in Phoenix, Arizona. And I'm going to ask her when we get her on the program this week, um, have you seen the weather here in Huntington? And if you have and you decided still to come, uh, that's good on you. I know Arizona, that dry heat may be still pretty hot, so maybe this is going to be pretty nice for her. But here's what she said in the release, and we're going to get to talk to her. I think on Friday is when we're going to try to get her on, uh, that she said that she is completely honored to join the Marshall family. Marshall is a tremendous institution with a tradition of success, she is excited and humbled by the opportunity that Mike Hamrick, Beatrice Crane, and the search committee has given her. And she said that she can't wait to continue the winning tradition that the herd community can celebrate together. Now, she served as an assistant coach and recruiting coordinator for the University of San Francisco for the 2015 season. Uh, they went 17 and 14 that year, including a 13 match winning streak and tournament wins in the San Francisco Invitational. Utah State Invitational, St. John's Kaiser Classic, and uh, San Francisco Challenge. Now, prior to that, she was the assistant coach and recruiting coordinator at Clemson, so she's got some big-time experience there. Uh, She was there for a season. She guided the squad. She at least helped guide the squad to an 18-13 overall record and assisted in the addition of five newcomers to the ACC team. The press release calls it an ACC mainstay, and it would not be wrong. Now, 
prior to that, she spent a season at Wofford. She worked with defense, served as the team's recruiting coordinator as well, travel coordinator, and film specialist. That season, the Terriers advanced to the Southern Conference Tournament for the first time in seven seasons. Uh, She was a graduate assistant at North Alabama in 2011 and 2012. Worked with outside hitters there. Played two seasons at North Alabama. Earned a degree in communications and um, also claimed an all-golf South Conference nod as a senior. Uh, North Alabama went to the NCAA Division II tournament in both of her seasons competing for the Lions. Um, Here's what Mr. Hamrick said. In the release, he said, We are very excited to welcome Ariana and her husband, Jake Huntington. We are impressed by her vision for Marshall Volleyball and are confident she is the right person to lead our program. There's a, a big laundry list here of things she's done, but she also helped lead uh, Kishawa College to its third consecutive NJCAA Division II National Championship. She was team captain in all Arrowhead Conference selection during the championship season. The title was impressive, but the record was pretty good too. 56-3. and That is pretty impressive. So, um, that's the release. We're going to talk to her on Friday. So, formal release. We'll get to know her a little bit better. I'm excited. It's um, it's scary and exciting at the same time if you're Marshall, you're a player on that squad, because Mitch Jacobs has been there for a long time. And I'm just going to qualify this as saying um, that guy is a personal friend of mine, not just a coach at Marshall University, but he's become a pre- personal friend of mine. And so... Uh, there's a there's a big act to follow there, and I wish uh, I wish everyone luck at the Marshall volleyball program. And I'm telling you right now, uh, Mitch looked good. I saw him at the Marshall basketball game. Uh, I think it was Saturday. I think it was uh, the last Saturday home game. He looked good. He got the beard growing, looking pretty good. He he seemed relaxed. He seemed like he was happy. Uh, I know he's going to get to work with uh, a lot more uh, youth volleyball. And that's a passion for him. So he's really, I think, in a good spot right now. So it's working out for everyone. I hope it's working out for everyone as well. But you know, we're going to talk to her hopefully on Friday, get to know her a little bit better. On I like the resume. And I knew Marshall was taking their time here, get someone to come in. You want volleyball to succeed. You want all your sports to succeed, but you want volleyball to succeed. You play host the conference tournament, and Marshall's not involved. So I know that's got to sting just a little bit. And that would sting for any program, not just volleyball. So that's not signing, uh, you know, or you know, that's not circling Marshall and just singling them out. Soccer, same way, you know, you get this beautiful facility, you host the conference tournament, you, you want to be involved. Basketball, don't have to worry about that. That's at a different location. Football, it's held at the uh, highest ranking team or the team with the best win percentage, the best win record. It's a little different, but for the rest of the conference sports, and you get an opportunity sometimes to play host to those. And when you play host to one of those events, you hope that your team is at that event. I know it would have been nice to see a great crowd at the Henderson Center to watch the conference tournament. You know, if you're a volleyball fan, you should have went out in support of that anyway. I don't think Marshall is the sole reason why, if you're a big fan of volleyball, you should have went to that. And if you didn't, I think you missed out some uh, some really good volleyball. But Marshall's got a new leader now. We'll meet her on Friday. 
talk to her a little bit, get her uh, in here or at least by phone, and uh, we'll talk to her and see what uh, she's got to say about the program. Good move by Marshall, at least on paper. Resume looks solid. I'm excited for volleyball. Let's see where they go with this. Women's basketball, that's another sport that I'm pretty excited. Tony Kemper has been doing, uh, I think, a great job. He's got this team looking pretty good right now. It's early in conference, but still, uh, he's been doing some pretty good work with this team, and they've been winning, and that's important. So we're going to talk to him. He's going to be on the program the other side of the break. We'll get you ready for Marshall's basketball contest, and that's coming up on Thursday night. You can head over to the Henderson Center, take your radio, listen to our pregame coverage of the men's game, and then as uh, it all wraps up over at the Henderson Center, you can be listening on the way out to the men's game, and we'll have it all right here for you. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Buckle up. Paul Swan has the wheel on the drive. ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday, January 23rd edition. The drive continues on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by Miller Lite. Miller Lite, hold true, great taste. Only 96 calories, the original light beer. And uh, joining us on those phone lines now, the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Tony Kemper, who I just awarded uh, my coach of the week. Uh, I'm just going to name a coach of the week every week, see how competitive you guys get over there at uh, at the university, see if, um, you know, if that's like a coveted award for you guys. <laughs> well, I'll uh... – I'll, I'll take it. We we had a good weekend, that's for sure. And, um, you know, it is getting ready to get busier with with uh, women's sports right now. There's not much going on, so um, I think it might be uh, us and uh, maybe indoor track or something like that. But I think Coach Smith's getting ready to rock with uh, softball. It's, it's getting ready to, to crank up for sure. I want to see how competitive she is with uh, this new made up award. Uh, Mercer is just going to go. She's competitive. Along with it. I, I, I know that. I know she's competitive. I've been around her enough to know that. that she's going she's gonna to come after it. So. Okay. I like that. So it'll probably be between you and her because Mercer just, you know, um, he's quiet. Well, I he know does his thing. He, he doesn't have to. He, he just, he's steady and he he, uh, he knows what he's doing for many, many years. So I'm still trying to figure it out. Um, He's just, you talk to him, he's just like, he's calm, he's quiet, you know, you know, you, you think, um, yeah, this guy's your tennis coach, and no, he's vicious. Yeah, you know, let a match start. He's vicious. That's uh, that, there's no question about that. He does just fine. It's a quiet way to get, go away quickly. So you got some action this week. Uh, the men are on the road. That means you get to um, get to play at home. And you know what? Thankfully, I think for you and your schedule, you didn't have um, the mirror schedule with Western Kentucky the way that they had to go and play them. Uh, so you're able to ease into this week probably a little bit better. Yeah, I mean, I, obviously, you know, I know, I don't, I'm not in their meetings when we, we talk about schedule. That that's a tough week. What they've had to, I think five five games in nine days, something like that. That's really really tough. And then when you add in, you know, the travel in our league is challenging to begin with. So, um, you know, I can't I can't imagine going through that. And yet, I saw them today. They're a spirited group in practice. But, um, you know, our our season. I guess we went away from the mirror a year ago, and now we've kind of brought it back to a certain degree. Um, and then, you know, there were, we are playing a 16-game schedule. This is the story. I'll give you the backstory on what's going on. We're playing a 16-game schedule 
they're playing in 18 and we're playing it in the same amount of weeks. So they had to find a place to put a game. Martin Luther King Day was a good day to play. Uh, so they put one there. And then our season this year, and this is going to be a big benefit to women's basketball, but we are going to, we are going to end our season the Thursday before the conference tournament. So we'll, we'll actually have like five days leading into conference tournament for, for the women only. So um, their, their second game they're picking up is that Saturday. They'll still play Thursday, Saturday. We're going to end on that Thursday and then conference tournament starts on, I think the following Wednesday. So that's a, uh, that's our schedule. You're right. They've been uh, they've been busy. They are busy. Uh, they're probably in the air on the way to Ruston right now. Things have been looking pretty good for you as of late. Um, you've got a nice little record now, ten of eight. You're four and one in conference play, and you've shown that this squad can go on the road, win. You can win at home, and I don't think you stumble into four and one. We've talked about that before. You just don't wake up one day and oh hey we're four and one. Uh, you actually have to go out there and play and and earn those victories. And uh, you've got a nice start going so far. Yeah, I think you, uh, you're right. We've we've grown into that. You know, we didn't. I'm. Uh, I don't tell people things that aren't true. We didn't start the year quite like we wanted to. We we were not a good basketball team early, and uh, you know it's a credit to our team of you know, continuing to just practice and play and learn and grow. And, uh, you know, we're certainly playing um, our best basketball that we've played to date right now. And it's, it's good to do that in conference. And, you know, yet I think there's quite a bit of room for us to continue to grow. And, uh, you know, I think we have some of the best teams on our schedule coming in um, this weekend and then in future weekends to the Huntington. So it's, uh, you know, it's going to be a, huge challenge for us to continue to play well and um you know and i guess playing well and ultimately winning those that's two different things and um, i've been really really pleased with the fact that we've grown up a lot and we've also found a way to turn that into wins you know and that's that was something that we needed to take a step forward in and we we certainly have who are you most pleased with or most surprised by or what are you just happiest about right now with the way this team has progressed uh, toughness. I mean, you know, we we were we have been for a while. I mean, it, it, we had kind of forgotten how to win games, quite frankly. You know, I think we're we're four and one in league right now, and I think prior to maybe beating Old Dominion, we had won like six of our last thirty-two. You know, so we had we went through, and we're still in it a little bit. We've went through a rough patch of key injuries um, that really, you know, just kind of put our seasons the past couple of years, they just kind of made them odd. You know, we'd lose a, a key player at a, at a critical moment. And, um, you know, so I think the toughness to still get through that, you know, we, we lost Ashley um, St. Jean, who's a, who was, a, she was an all freshman player at Marshall. Um, you know, she was our starting center. We lost her the day before Old Dominion. And, um, you know, I think in years past, we haven't, you know, had a stiff upper lip and, and got back right back in there and went after it. And, you know, so we had to learn on a, on the fly how to win games with a different team early. And uh, we picked right up and did it. So that that's the thing I'm most pleased with is, you know, the more I'm around them and the more they're kind of setting the tone for how they're going to compete. And, you know, from a coach's perspective, that, I mean, that's what a gift that is to give me that I know 
and I'm pretty confident in the level of effort and energy that they're going to bring um, on game day. You know, and and they've practiced that way too. They've they've really increased what they're giving in practice, and um, you know, I think their effort is effort and toughness. That's the thing that I, you know, I've wanted to have a team like that, and they're starting to they're starting to play like I want them to play. Do they realize? I know you probably realize this, but do they realize that you win and you go to five and one in conference USA? That's going to be your best league start for the program since what? A- decade ago and it's uh, it's been a long time coming i mean have uh, has that even dawned upon them yet or, or are they just so laser focused that that doesn't even matter just hey let's go get that next opponent well i think you know we're trying to make sure that they understand what they're they're fighting for and you know i think it, i think that's moved around on us a little bit honestly you know i mean i think they're fighting for things that um not a lot of people have thought we had a chance to maybe fight for and and that being said there's a lot of season left and uh you know we've like i told you that this weekend you know i can can tell you this about this weekend you can't really look at their records because these two teams in conference play have had they've basically played the top six teams minus us right now if you look at the standings you know they've played all um you know most of the teams that are ahead of us i think besides western kentucky and they get to play them this weekend so they've played six teams that are near the top of the standings and uh you know that's a that's a tough road and you know so it, it you know i am uh i kind of do this paul i'm rambling i'm trying to remember what your question was but um I, i'm pleased with where we're at and yet i guess we also understand kind of that there's uh there's a lot to continue to play for um and you know most notably i know the group that's in our locker room they want to be in frisco texas you know i that was a you know as a program that was something that really bothered all of us last year you know and that that has focused them i think um we did some stuff we made sure we really talked about that leading into the first weekend that um their their focus on being there i think has really propelled us to the start that we had that we've had do you think this group is a true group because in years past when we talk martial basketball we talk about your squad or we talk about past squads with Shana Gore on the team it started and ended with Shana Gore that's not the case now it seems that she's an important part of this team but if she's not having a good night others are and she's surrounded with players that are helping her. It seems like she's helping, you know, others as well achieve. It seems like really this is a team concept here. It's not just the Shana Gort show. And and I'm not trying to disparage her. She's a talented player. She's going to go get hers. Well, she, you know, she is playing well. There's no question about that. Her, she has exhibited very good leadership. Um, you know, Taylor Porter gets a ton of credit for our leadership too. You know, we didn't have her last year. Um, she, she's a gutty person, you know, she really likes to compete and, you know, so our leadership, you know, starting with, and I think you, I think you're exactly right. They, it is, uh, you know, take the FIU game and Shana had a fantastic game. I thought she might have a chance to be player of the week in conference USA. She had 20 and 26 and two road wins. Um, the <laughs> reigning El today, we, uh, who's an Egyptian post player from, uh, Western Kentucky, she, her numbers were even better than that. Um, so I, I don't want to make it sound like Shana got slighted, but I thought she might have a chance to win player of the week. She was fantastic at FIU, but 
our third quarter run at FIU was really fueled by Kadeja Brooks. And, you know, I think Kadeja Brooks maybe missed one shot in the second half. She finished with 14 points. Uh, she might have made all of her shots in the second half. And, um, you know, so we got Shana, we got we got uh, TP, who's consistently scored the ball. Kadeja can, <laughs> can score it. Kristen Mayo from over in Grayson, she can. Uh, she really shoots the three well. She hit the game winner against Charlotte. Um, Taylor Pearson. I mean, I, I can keep going. You know, our, that's one of the reasons why we've really improved is our depth. Um, right now, it's as good as it's been in a couple of years, and that you know that certainly helps. That they can't just key on one thing. And when we're clicking, it's hard for them to decide who they're going to take away. And yet. Shayna still, with all the attention she gets, is moving up the record books. I know she doesn't care about that. Wins are more important to her. But uh, yeah, she's going to end up probably with or close to the top spot uh, in almost all the records. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly don't know all that. I know that I've watched every game she's played at Marshall, and I know that she is uh, she has a real gift to score the basketball. And You know, I, I think that, I think you're right that she's really grown into um, she wants this team to win and, you know, give her credit this year for really, uh, you know, buckling down. And she's still, she is still doing the things with the basketball that she always has. And yet she's also helping us in other facets of the game. And I think that's probably the biggest growth in terms of leadership from her. And, and uh, she's, she's, I don't know where she's at in steals in the league, but she, she creates a lot of havoc. Um, you know, she's a good anticipator and she can, uh, she can go get the ball for us at times on defense. And, um, you know, when she rebounds the basketball, well, we're a pretty good rebounding team. So, um, you know, you're right. She's going to be up there and the way she's approaching things, um, you know, I think she's going to help our team, um, finishing definitely in a place that no one thought we, we, we would be. Thankfully, steals in basketball are not against the law. If they were, uh, you'd be in a lot of trouble right now. 164 as a team and second in Conference USA with an average of 9.1 a contest. And I'm sure that's really been key for your squad, just denying the other team the opportunity. Yeah, you know, our our, de- our defense is has really improved this year. Our defensive rebounding has really moved up. And, um, you know, it's kind of interesting if you watch us play, we, we we are second in the league in steals. We probably um, we don't extend the floor at all. You know, we basically play you really, really hard about twenty-one foot line and in, and uh, so we get a lot of steals with with uh, you know people trying to get it to the rim. Um, we get a lot of steals when they dump it down to post players. We get our little guards down in there, and and we're aggressive to go get the ball. And um, you know, it's a formula that we've kind of grown into and, and figured it out through the course of this year. But, um, you know, lately, you know, minus the Western Kentucky game at Western, they, they got into us pretty good on offense. We've uh, done a pretty good job of, of being tough to score on. And, you know, if you do that in conference play, you'll have a chance to, uh, you'll have a chance to run out there four and one and, and even better. So we need that this weekend. We need a great defensive effort, um, you know, this weekend here at home. Starts 6 o'clock tomorrow at the Cam Henderson Center. So you've got center stage. Uh, the men won't even be playing for a few hours, so there won't be any uh, distractions for fans that can just come in, watch the game, then they can uh, afterwards go get a nice bite to eat and listen or watch the men's game. You've got a nice setup. 
Well, that's exactly what I'd like them to do, you know, is come to our game and it won't interfere with the men's game at all. And I, I'm a huge fan of all, all martial athletics, but you know, coach D'Antoni and I, we, we get along really, really well. And I, I love what he's doing with his guys. They're obviously really fun to watch. And, um, you know, I think at definitely at any point in time in my career as the head coach here, this, this is a great weekend to come down and watch our team play. You know, the, the, they are really playing hard for Marshall and, uh, you know, that I don't say that lightly. They're getting after it. They're having success. And, um, you know, you're going to watch really good basketball because the two teams coming in are very, very good as well. So, um, you know, if, you're, if you've been a fan of Marshall women, uh, definitely come back and see us again. And if you've never tried it, I think this weekend is a great weekend. And you can see us. And like you said, you know, you can go find a, a spot, sit down and um, eat some wings and, and watch the men right after us. So I, I would love to see the Henderson Center. That would have been my plan. I would I'd head down. Catch the game, then head over. I don't know, Fat Patties, if you want to, you know, catch the men after. I would just use that as my excuse to say, hey, we're eating out tonight after the game, and we're going to watch the game <laughs> afterwards. That would be my excuse. Well, come on, man. Come on. And uh, you know, I hope a lot of people follow you. Like I said, it, we, the, the group that we have is really fun to watch right now. And um, as usual, and as, as the men are doing right now, there's there's quite a bit of local flair out there when you when you watch us. And, um, you know, I, I say that to uh, we have all kinds of you know young teams that come through there, and um, I know it's true for both sides of basketball and, and many other sports. Unfortunately, you know, if you're from around here and you can play, um, we're going to do everything we can to to watch you play. And I think um, you know when they when young ladies, you know, I got a little daughter when she comes and sits down. There's people on our team that that grew up in the same fashion they did who are getting it done in Conference USA, so that's pretty fun to watch. Marshall women's basketball coach Tony Kemper joining us on the program. Tomorrow night it is Marshall and Louisiana Tech, 6 p.m. Cam Henderson Center. Coach, congratulations. Uh, great start so far, and uh, let's hope that continues tomorrow night, and uh, you have a great weekend at home. Right on. Thanks. Thanks, Paul. Tony Kemper, our guest, and uh, you know he wins. We're going to have him back on again, and again. we're going to have him on period, but uh, we'll just plan automatically having him on Thursday night as well. All right, we're going to take our next break, come back. We'll get you caught up on everything else that's happened today at Marshall. Again, uh, you have a new hiring in volleyball, and you've got some other things going on this weekend as well. We'll talk about all of that and get your phone calls in as well when we continue with this edition of The Drive here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. You're listening to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Welcome back to the Wednesday edition. The Drive continues on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Our phone lines this hour brought to you by Miller Lite. Miller Lite, whole true, great taste, only 96 calories. The original light beer. It was good catching up with Tony Kemper just a few minutes ago. Hopefully we'll get a chance to do that again tomorrow. And, of course, uh, we're going to talk to John Mercer, Marshall's women's tennis coach. He's coming on the program tomorrow as well. He's got some good stuff to talk about. Now, they didn't get the win over Kentucky like we hoped they would, but at the same time, uh, you did get something out of that. You played a top-caliber team, and you got a win, and now you get a Player of the Week nod. Marshall freshman Victoria Walter named Conference USA Women's Tennis Player of the Week. In her first dual match, she defeated um, Lacidi Jacobs of Kentucky. And a uh, really, she rallied, dropped the second set of the match, and um, won. Came back. She's at the three position, gets the victory. 
lone winner for the Thundering Herd against Kentucky, leads Marshall with 10 single wins, and that's fall and spring. Uh, her win last week uh, tied Rachel Morales' 2013 mark for quickest to 10 wins by a freshman. Uh, of course, that is all during Coach John Mercer's tenure. Now, she gets the nod, first conference honor of her career. Also, the second straight season, Marshall has had a Conference USA Player of the Week recipient. So things are starting to get back on track for Marshall Tennis. I think that's an indicator right there. Um, if you remember, Stephanie Smith earned the honor back in 2018 after uh, posting a 2-0 week. Now, John's going to join us on the program tomorrow. Coach Mercer, he's going to—I get to call him John. He gets to uh, come on the program tomorrow and tell us about the uh, home opening doubleheader against Wright State and West Virginia State. That's set coming up on Saturday for 1 p.m. I like it. They're playing in-state opponent, West Virginia State. That's going to be one hour following the conclusion of the first match. And, of course, John's going to be on the program tomorrow to talk about it. We'll get up to date with him. I'll probably talk a little baseball with him, definitely some hockey, and uh, we'll throw some tennis in there as well. So uh, we've got tennis coming up on the program tomorrow. Also, Marshall Swimming and Diving. They're on the road. They're going to... Uh, compete Friday and Saturday in a tri-meet against Liberty University and Campbell University. Friday's event is going to begin at 6 p.m. Then they're going to have another day of action on Saturday starting at 11 a.m. And after that, they're going to head to Harrisonburg, Virginia on Sunday to swim in a dual meet against James Madison University. All of this to get ready for the Conference USA Championship, which will begin Wednesday, February 27th. And that's going to take place in Georgia on Georgia Tech's campus. So they're pretty busy. They have got events Friday, Saturday, and then they're going to hit the road, and uh, they're going to go play or go swim. I like to say that, hey, you know, we're going to go play in a swimming pool. No, no, we're going to go swim on Sunday. So uh, now you're caught up. You've got everything you need to know what's going on, at least for the next few days for the Thundering Herd. As I mentioned, Coach Mercer will join me on the program tomorrow. Hey, John, he's John. We get to call, you know, like the same way we get to call uh, you know, former head coach uh, the volleyball team, Mitch. He's John. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see. I get to call Coach Kemper Tony sometimes too. Uh, but he's still Coach Kemper. We'll uh, we'll see how the new coach for volleyball. Uh, if we'll find out, we're gonna find out real quick. Uh, I don't know if she'll have the same humor as um, as Mitch. We'll find out real quick. I'm gonna have to consult uh, with her handlers before we get her on the show, just to kind of get a feel for. Okay. Uh, how is this interview going to start? We'll find out, though, this week as uh, we'll get her on the program, but that's later on this week. We're going to take our next break, come back, and uh, start talking a little bit about the men's game coming up on Thursday as well. We'll get your phone calls in as well. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Now, back to The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Don't forget, if you miss any part of the program or you just want to listen to it on a delay, meaning you can't listen to it live, all you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts. You can find us right there. Subscribe. Give us a like. Give us a five-star review as well. Also, you can find us on Stitcher Radio. We are on TuneIn. Uh, we are all over the place. Wherever you get podcasts, you can find us. And if you can't find us there, well, tell them. Just flat out tell them, hey, look, add my favorite podcast. And hope you do subscribe. Really do appreciate it. So the Thundering Herd back in action tomorrow on the road, taking on, well, in the air, then on the road, taking on Louisiana Tech. We'll have that game for you. Going to be another late one. That's right. Another late affair. We go on the air. 
Tip-offs at 9, so we only here at 7.30. Making sure I'm telling you right. So 7.30 for our pregame coverage. It all begins right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 and 93.7 The Dog. Just go to Marshall Women's Basketball Games, Mark. Go there. Take your radio. Yeah, dust that thing off. Get your pocket transistor radio or stream the show. You can do that as well. I know radio, pocket radio, you, do you own one? You should. They're great to have. Take that. You can listen to our coverage. You can keep up with the women's game. And then after that, here's what I suggest to you. Again, go get yourself something to eat. Go have an, It's not on me, but, hey, treat yourself. I said you can. Go ahead do that. Then come right back here. After you listen to our pregame, you can watch the game, listen to the game, and then you come back here for the post game. Hopefully it's a win. Hopefully we're going to hear from Dan D'Antoni, get his thoughts, maybe a player or two. You never know what we get from the road. But we'll have that. We'll break it down, and you'll have a complete night. You'll get to go out, have a great dinner, support the women's team, listen to our broadcast. Everybody's a winner. It's so simple. All you have to do is just do it. I'd love to see a good number tomorrow come out of the uh, of the tickets sold or the uh, reported attendance. It'd be nice to see a good number. I mean, what else are you going to do? Come on, what are you doing on a Thursday night in Huntington? What are you doing? Tell me. What are you doing? You're going to the game. That's all you're doing, and then you're going to listen to our game. So the men are on the road, late affair, Ruston, Louisiana, trying to get back in that win column. Uh, you had a five-game win streak going also. It was a five-game win streak in Conference USA. Get, that gets snapped against Western Kentucky. So now you've had a couple of days to, to think about it. Again, it's it's not the end of the world. They lost. They'll bounce back. I'm sure of it. Elmore in that game. Four three-pointers. He's now at 292 for his career. This game could be something because he's two away from breaking Austin Loop's record of 293. You know, if Austin Loop was on that roster, full Dan D'Antoni, man, that'd have been something, right? So Elmore's a few dingers away from hitting the record. And you got C.J. Burks who would like to bounce back. I mean, he's already, uh, I'm sure, thinking about, i got to bounce back. Conference USA Player of the Week, Tavion Kinsey, Freshman of the Week. Uh, Elmore needs nine assists to reach 702 for his career and pass my guy, Greg White, for most in program history. So Greg White's record is going down. Jared West in that game, five steals against Western Kentucky, now over 100 for his career. Uh, He has had five steals in the last three games. He's just doing Jared West things. That's it. What's Jared West do? He just does what Jared West does. Goes out there, frustrates you, hustling, making it hard on you. Is he scoring a lot? That eh, just depends on the day. Doesn't matter. Uh, he's making it hard on you to score. And I know Dan D'Antoni gets a little grief sometimes. There's no D in D'Antoni. But Jared West is on the floor. Depending on the situation, got the right matchup for him. Yeah, there's some D out there. They did not score that much in this contest against Western. They did not. Both teams, it was not like it was an offensive showcase for either school. I was expecting that. They got up. They got up for the herd. Hey, that's a testament to Marshall right there. Marshall's starting to get to that point in Conference USA where Marshall's coming in and they're they're getting up for the herd. Like, hey, the herd's in town. It's not quite there just yet. It's going to take a while. It's probably more prevalent, say, middle, more prevalent at Western Kentucky. Maybe Charlotte, maybe Old Dominion. I'm sure Southern Miss will get up a little bit for the herd. Uh, I don't know if La Tech gets up for the herd. I don't know what their crowd's going to look like. I don't know if they circle this and go, hey, the herd's in town just yet. Because this is a conference separated by geography. Can't I can get more excited. You know, I like 
lot tech. I think they're a great program. I'd like to see more of them. You're going to in football. But I can't really get excited for them because, well, they're not that close geographically. I mean, I can get excited for Western Kentucky. I mean, I'll interact with a Western Kentucky grad now and then. It's fun. Maybe not after the game uh, previously, uh, you know, prelate here. But, uh, yeah, it's fun and normally just to talk about them. And same thing for maybe an Old Dominion grad now and then. I'll run into one, you know, run into a Charlotte kid. Not as much fun with a La Tech. So we'll see what the crowd looks like tomorrow. It doesn't matter. Herd's on the road for a couple and we'll have it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930, also on 93.7 The Dong. So hope to hear from you tomorrow. And, of course, uh, you can follow me on Twitter, at Paul Swan. You can also find our Facebook page, The Drive with Paul Swan. You can subscribe to the podcast. Really hope you do that. I would really appreciate that. You subscribe to the podcast. Let us know you're out there. Uh, and let's get that thing uh, – let's get some more subscribers for that. It's really – the second easiest way to do this show. You can listen to it live or you can catch it on the podcast. It comes right to your device. If you get an iPhone, get us on Apple Podcast. I use Overcast if you are looking for a good podcasting app. And, of course, if you can't listen to us on the radio, you can stream the show live, wrvc.com. You can also download our app there as well. So we've got plenty of ways for you to keep caught up with the show. Double duty tomorrow. Back with the show. Then we'll have pregame coverage of Marshall and Louisiana Tech. I want to thank coming on the program tonight, Tony Kemper, Marshall's women's basketball coach. Appreciate him. Of course, uh, everyone over at Marshall Public Account today makes that happen. That's going to do it for this edition of the show. I'm your host, Paul Swan. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again right here on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Until tomorrow, good night, everyone. Station.